As always, today's podcast is sponsored by Fire Facilities, makers of reliable, all-American steel fire training structures built the way you train. Fire Facilities towers, burn rooms, and mobile units help you prepare to respond and survive. Welcome back to Three Point Firefighter. Now, tonight's guest is somebody you're going to remember from season one. It's Devin Craig. So Devin is a 20 plus year veteran of the fire service, and he has been with the department north of Houston, Texas since 2003 and an officer there since 2007. He has spent seven years as a lead fire instructor at the largest fire academy in the nation. He is a proud member of the Georgia Smoke Diver Association. He is also the co-owner of Train or Die Fire Service Training. So with that, Devin Craig. Yeah, hell, I mean. We damn we're about an hour, hour apart, maybe we could have, I could have sat down together with him. <laughs> well, you know, I was down there teaching at Pearland and I thought about getting a hold of you and they told me how far away it was. Yeah. It's I'm, yeah. There's no driving across town when it comes to Houston. No, no. And it's, it's weird. Cause he's on the very bottom and I'm like on the very top. So yeah. Yeah. I tell you what I hate about Houston and maybe you can talk somebody about it. I hate the frontage roads. You gotta get rid of those frontage roads. Those you, if something's across the street, you're driving 30 miles to get there. I hate it. Can you fix that? <laughs> if that's the worst, come on. I mean, you get to drive 80 miles an hour. So how bad can it be? That's true. But the, when I was there, uh, they lost my luggage first day. I was there for teaching a 1403 class and, um, they lost my gear and they lost my personal luggage. So they kept saying every day. They're going, oh, no, no, it's on its way. We found it. <clears throat> so I didn't buy anything but underwear and um, toothbrush, toothpaste. That was it. All my medicines were gone, everything. So every day they were saying that, and I did not get it till I flew all the way back home. Who did you and, fly with? Uh, I'd rather not say because they're really shitty. And if I say United, then you go, oh, United is shitty. So I'm not going to say it was United because yes. I know people go, oh, United Airlines is so bad. It sucks. And then tell me yeah. their United stories at three point yeah. firefighter uh, at gmail.com because you know, I don't want to say United. It makes me uncomfortable. Southwest. You got to go Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Two, no, bags was, Two bags for free. Two bags for free. So, yeah. Southwest, though, they nickel and dime the shit out of you. Like yeah. If you want to ride on the inside of the airplane, that's another 35 bucks, dude. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been brother? Good man. Busy, busy. Well, I want to share a story with uh, the people that may not know this. I <clears throat> had a terrible experience with doing, I was trying to do lives on Facebook and it was a hot mess. The two people that I contacted, uh, one was Frank, chief Frank Lieb from mm -hmm. uh, FDNY. We had a wonderful talk. It never worked. The next person, another cool guy, Devin Craig. So you were so cool when I was struggling to get this and the live never worked. I finally just threw it away. I said, you know, it's not for me right now, but I want people to know just how cool you were. You're like, yeah, I'll do it. And then I was doing nothing but struggling and you were walking around your garage. You're going, oh, no, it's cool, brother. It's cool. It's cool. And you couldn't be nicer about it. So I wanted to thank you for that. I appreciate it. No biggie. No biggie. I understand. You're, you're the one doing the hard part. I just click a link and go, okay. Dude, I could figure it out. And I felt I was so embarrassed to talk to YouTube. I was like, oh, my God. Well, Lee was a little bit worth, worse, chiefly, because I recorded it. Or I mean, we talked, but it didn't go out the whole time. None of it went out. Oh, so embarrassing. And with you, I was like live with you, but I couldn't get it to do anything. 
So yeah, he's a, he's a big deal, man. Uh, that's that's good. You got to talk to him at least. I mean, he has been on here before, uh, and I've got to teach up there at the Rock twice and, and talk to him. And he's one of the few people to this day. I still call him Chief, and I'm always nervous around him. Not because he's intimidating by any means. He's the nicest, most genuine human being. But there's just something about him that I'm just like real quiet. <laughs> we were at a, a bunch of us were at a, a bar in Manhattan, and it's like called McSorley's. It's one of the oldest bars, and he was drinking beers with us or was there with us. I didn't say two words to him. <laughs> and he'd already been on the podcast. I mean, it was just, I talked to him several times during training. I, it's just something about, don't you have anybody that kind of makes you nervous a little bit? Uh, most, most chiefs for sure. I'm usually real quiet. And then, well, usually I start with, Hey, I'm sorry. And then, and then I tell him, Hey, look, now I've apologized in advance. So we know this is going to go. And, uh, and I, try, I try to not scare them all. So, yeah, that well, that's that's one of those things. My wife always says when anybody says, "Listen, I, I don't, I'm not trying to be racist," but and as soon as they say that, you're like, "Well, they're about to say something extremely fucking racist." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually, I'm like, "Hello, um, I'm sorry, I'm about to scare the crap out of you," but here we go. But it's gonna work. So, <laughs> so I want to share with you what an idiot I am. So I've got, uh, I'm doing a Houston month. I didn't realize I was going to be doing a Houston month here at Three Point Firefighter. Uh, but right after you, I have Chief Jacob Johnson. Mm-hmm. So they're snugged in there pretty tight. And so I, I'm getting all the stuff ready. I'm really excited. You're the first guest in my new studio, by the way. Brand new Looks studio. Brand, thank you. Brand new equipment, everything. So I'm all excited. I get everything done. I do my little pre-roll. Like, hey, welcome to Three Point Firefighter. It's a nice guest. is Devin Craig. Da, 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 da. But I forgot this chair squeaked. I'm sorry. This, but I forgot to write down your questions. But I was going to ask you something, okay. discussion points. Not a big deal. I go upstairs, talk to my lovely bride, and I go, I look at the clock, and I remember I forgot to write these questions down. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go. And I ran downstairs. I locked myself out of my my own uh, studio here. Yeah. So I tried everything, every uh-huh. gentle, forcible entry I could cut. Finally, because it was like 4.58. I'm like, shit, shit, shit. My phone was in here. I couldn't get a hold of you. So I was like, Crap. So I had to take the entire lock. It's all off right now on the ground just for Devin Craig. That's that, that's what I care about right there. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> I just know somebody's going to come downstairs and see my doorknob and all the tools out in the middle of the floor. And like, what the fuck's he doing? Doing an episode of Fortune Wintry because he's bad at it. What's been going on since I saw you, brother? Uh, we've been doing a lot. So we, uh, I think... I think before I talked to you, I hadn't written an article. I wrote an article for Firehouse uh, that I think went over pretty well. Um, it was about how to train people, which was cool. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about that we tonight, aren't we? We are. We are. Uh, I wrote an article that got on Fire Rescue 1. It was pretty decent. It was okay. Um, and then been traveling a lot. So I, I usually go about once a month, it seems like, either through my own company or through uh, Fast Rescue. Um, those guys are great to me and, and let me go all kinds of fun places and teach that. So fast rescue and, and the kids are getting bigger. So, and the, what is the kids are getting bigger. So a, how old are they? They're, they're seven and eight. So they're, they're getting okay. moving. Nice. I didn't have to, I didn't start doing all that traveling until my kids were like, my youngest now is 18. So I picked yeah. a pretty good time. It just happened that way. Cause my wife would never let me travel and teach if we had kids that young. 
Yeah, we, we do a lot of, of working out with stuff. And, and usually if I'm home, like right, right now, they're out of town. They're actually with uh, my, my parents for the week. They took them. Um, but normally during the week when my wife's at work, she works from home. I'm I'm 100% here. So uh, I don't, you know, usually I don't, don't have my phone out or I'm not emailing or anything else. And we're running around doing stuff with the little ones. So it's 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 funny because people talk about work-life balance and there's really not it's 100 this 100 that so yeah these are the two things and uh and god bless my wife she she takes care of everything when i'm not here so it's 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 quite amazing so you, you yeah. know and that the the uh the spouses of of firefighter instructors that travel like we do don't get enough attaboys because we leave them with everything right and then we go off and have lots and lots of fun for sure yeah, and we I, don't we don't buy we don't get a ton of money. We're not driving home in Lamborghinis. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And and I learned about two years ago that when I come home and you know the the dishes aren't clean or the the dog needs food or whatever, I don't, don't get to say I don't. Yeah, it, hey, hey, what did I do for twenty four hours? I wasn't here, so yeah, I, I need to contribute right now. So shut up and do it. it works out a whole lot better. <laughs> Wait, uh, yeah. shut up to do it to her? Or does she say it to you? <laughs> No, no, I just smile and nod and say, yes, ma'am. And, and, and you know, thank, I mean, the, the, the whole house is still standing. You know, my kids are doing great, you know, and I and I was gone 48 hours. So there you go. Right. So what, what do I have I to got, argue about? I've got a question for you. It just hit me. I, I love your, your input on this. It just hit me when you said something. So what is your work schedule right now? We work 4896. Um, have we've you always worked? I'm sorry, I interrupted yeah. you. Let me try to get. No, no, we we've been on it for like a decade, and I don't I don't even know if that's right. It just seems like forever. We were not on that originally. Um, actually, when I first started working in my department, which I, I worked there six months as a part timer, um, they were on the Houston schedule, um, which it's called different things, but it was a it was a four shift, uh, twenty four on, twenty four off, twenty four on, five days off. They were on that oh, originally. Shit. Yeah, that's that's what Houston runs, but it's four shifts. Um, we moved from that to a twenty four forty eight, and worked that for a long, for a couple of years, and then the two neighboring departments to us went to the nine day, uh, which is uh, one on one off, one on one off, one on four off. When we moved to that, uh, we stayed that way for a long time, and then we moved to this. And, and so I've worked three different schedules just at one department, and I can tell you that the forty eight ninety six is the best, hands down. Okay, so here's why I'm asking. Uh, I just before we started, um, my union is looking into it. And mm-hmm. so we're nowhere near making a decision with the union, even if they like it. Maybe the chiefs don't don't know yet. Um, maybe they will. But it's a brand new thing for us. And so people are coming into my office constantly and like, well, what do you think? And, and what are the benefits what, and all this? And I, I've never worked it. So I wanted to ask you, uh, you say you like it. Tell me about the transition and tell me what you like about it. So the, the biggest the biggest obstacle we had overcome was how long can you work in a row? So if you work a 24, 48, you probably can't work more than 48 hours because you're immediately going to go from 48 to work at 96. Um, so we had to adjust to that. And then the from an officer standpoint, on any other schedule, I have to get them in. I have to get the guys to the station 10 times. On this schedule, five times. So five times a month, I got to get these guys to work. And then when they're at work, I got them. We're good. You know, <laughs> nobody had a flat on the way there. Nobody called in sick. I got them. Um, and then learning how to adapt to the next morning, nobody knew coming in. So we have we have shift change at six. On day two, you're back up at six. 
So mm-hmm. we have a couple trucks that get busy sometimes. Even those guys get up at six. Hey, check their rig out, do a little bit this or that. And then, hey, y'all made three calls after midnight. Go sack out for a little bit. Come back. Can we do that? And we're real open about it. Um, I like the fact I it's, it's easier to get guys in. I like the fact that my guys can drive farther. Um, we have one guy north of Dallas, so he's driving four hours. We have another guy that's three hours, uh, two or three more that are three hours. And of the 85 guys we have, on average, they're an hour away. Any other schedule, they're getting beat up in that. They, they can't they can't just survive the cost to drive back and forth so many times versus these guys doing that. Um, the downsides we've seen are if anything happens to them or we can't get a hold of them, um, we can't just drive by their house. So, like, I'm not driving four hours to find out why this guy didn't answer the phone and where he's at, um, <laughs> yeah. which – you, it's funny, but in, in the fire service, we lucked out and we know enough people that we had a guy that was an hour and a half away. We called a guy who called a guy who got the fire department on the phone and said, hey, can you run by that guy's house? And they knocked on the door for us. So it, it does work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but same thing with like trying to schedule class and this or that. Or you, you don't want to schedule a guy to, hey, come to a class on your second day off. Well, that guy just drive four hours home and whatnot. That's the big right. downside to seeing it. What was your? Um, why did you all want to move to that forty-eight ninety-six? That's a good question. I don't remember what the <laughs> what the original catalyst was. I, I think a guy really wanted to do it, and then he he got on the. There's a website forty-nine-six.com, com, and he he started investigating it, and then I think they just they he kind of just swayed us all, and we had a hundred percent buy-in. That was that was our stipulation from the fire chief. Hundred percent, everybody's gonna like this. Or we're not gonna do it. Um, and we weren't, a lot of people do like a test year or whatnot. We weren't going to do any of that. If we changed, we were changing. Um, and since we've changed, three fire departments around us have changed too as well. Um, so it's pretty cool. So uh, if, and then the, we, we touch three fire departments that are full-time staffed. Um, and two of those are the same schedule as us. So I know that who I'm going to make a run with these guys. And then the other department is 2448. And I know it's the same two crews. Because that schedule works in good. Um, what, there what there are ta- downsides, but what 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 about like overtime? So if you're working two days, is your overtime twelve or twenty four? We're allowed to do. We don't have a cap on how much we can work. First off, which is rare, um, but we're allowed to work it in 12, 24 hour, whatever increments of that. Any any twelve hour increment. Same thing with time off. We'll commonly have guys that'll take off just a night, the second night, or just the morning, this first morning, uh, and then work okay. thirty six on them. I, well, I, I'm just really interested in that. Right before we start talking, I got a—I haven't read it yet. Our, our union president sent something out about it um, because there is such a pushback. One of the questions I've got is, and I didn't come up with this, uh, Deputy Chief Cron, uh, my boss, made a really good point when he was talking to me about it. He goes, what about, it, to our point earlier, what about the family? What about the wife that has two little kids? So now she's got to take care of two kids right. for 48 hours. That, that's a big, th- right. did you have any issues with that? Um, we, we have a couple of guys, uh, and I was in this boat as well, whose, whose wives work Monday through Friday. So if you work to Saturday, Sunday, which only happens every six weeks, that means that she didn't really see you. There wasn't a day off together. Um, but when my, we were on 49.6 and both my kids were born. Um, and my wife and I had a very good, good working relationship with it where the first three days I was off, those nights I, I got up and get the kids. So when the baby cried, I got up. And then the night before I went to work and obviously two that I was at work, she got up and took care of the kids. Um, and we worked out that pretty well. Uh, what do you work now? 
So we work, I've heard it called the modified Kelly or the Detroit, where it's like, say, for example, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, off four days, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, off four days. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's that's the nine day we worked before. So, yeah, that's the schedule I had just before this. Um, and what I didn't like about that one is if you got stuck on your middle day, you were stuck for three. And then two, we had a problem where you would, if you got, if you got smoked your, your first day or even your middle day and you came home, well, you lost that in between day anyway. Exactly. So it didn't, it didn't make any sense. Um, the 4096 is the best combination of working those and having your four days off. So we know we get off. It's four days. There's no, damn, is it this first day or second day or, oh God. And I remember those days of that, that second day being rough. And going, man, I, I'm going to go home. I got one more day of this. Jesus, let's just let's be done with it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of data on that website at 48-96 that does. They went through all the calendars and figured out stuff about when you're home. What's it called? It's 48-96.com. Uh, okay. I think it's it a lot. There's a lot of departments in California that used it. Um, and I think it's where it really began. So there was a department down here that was doing a 48-144. They were what? on two, off six, uh, and I think they stopped doing it. Um, but it was a four shift schedule. Of it. I was gonna say, yeah, that's got to be more than a three shift schedule. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, and that, I mean, you're never worked in. Um, That'd be so cool, though. <laughs> it would be good. It would be good, especially if you had like trade shift buddies where you'd work oh, yeah. like a week or two, and then you don't work for a couple months. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No. And, and we were able. In my area, we, just like Jake was going to tell you too, the growth has been exponential. It's been nuts. Um, so the ability to get guys further away, and these are the things that people look at on a, on a flyer. They look at pay and they look at schedule and they look at retirement, maybe. Um, but that pay and that schedule, the first two things. So to tell a kid, hey, look, you're going to work, you're going to work ten days a month, but you got to be here every third day. That's kind of sucks. Hey, you're going to work ten days a month, but you only got to come five times, man. And it, it, it adds up and they figure that out. So, so those things help. That, that opens up your recruitment really pretty, pretty big. A uh, good friend of mine out in Glendale, uh, private, uh, let's see, he's private Gilbert Pedroza. He has people that like live in, in uh, like Washington and Oregon oh, yeah. that fly in and out. So yeah. you do, I guess you can, uh, you know, open that, that bucket up of better recruits. I never thought about that one. That's really, yeah. I didn't mean to like take away your time on the podcast talking about 48 and no. six, but you, you kind of brought a little bit of it up. And then you talked about the kids. I was like, man, this is a perfect question for this. <laughs> well, and it's, it's funny because everybody is like that. Hey, Hey, what do you work? We want, we think about going to that. And I, I don't know anybody, even us, we, we had a hundred percent buy-in with the 50 or 60 employees we had at the time. And we have one that doesn't really like it, but I, I don't know what schedule he would actually like. So everybody loves it to the extent. And it's, it's a, it's an adaptation, especially in an admin role, because there's going to be times where like, they're going to see you on Monday and then they won't see you again until the next week's Friday. So they have eight working, eight business days. They don't see you. So it, right. it, it's some getting used to that too. What about Christmas Eve and Christmas day? Some departments do a swap. We do not. Um, there's a department in our county that they swap crisp. If you work both, they swap uh, Christmas Eve and the day before. Um, so it's kind of an agreement thing. We don't do that. We work it straight. So, oh, that would suck bad, especially if you got little kids. And it well, and it, there is a downside to it. If you go burying in the calendars, if you work Christmas, I want to say Christmas Day, that means you work like July Fourth, Halloween, Thanksgiving. You work all of them oh, because wow. of how the calendar works out. Um, but I don't. 
I, I have to go through it again, look at the leap years and whatnot, see huh. how it changes. Well, I guess we should talk training. We talked <laughs> a lot about shift work. I appreciate you telling me. Um, everybody I've talked to loves that that schedule. It's just such a hot topic in my department right now. Uh, a lot of great firefighters that, you know, it's a huge change to their their family life and their second job or third job. So I just kind of want to get as much feedback as I can. If anybody's listening and they want to send me some information, firefighter at gmail.com. Love to know. We don't want to make a, a, a decision that is going to affect us permanently. You know, that's a bad decision for us. But I've never really seen anything bad about it. No. But let's talk training. I like training. You like training. Now, you're co-owner of Train or Die, the largest fire department discussion group. Can I say that? Is that true? Uh, but we're probably... I know, I know my buddy Kyle, his is big. Um, we're probably second, third or fourth or somewhere in there. I don't know. We, there's about 30,000 people in there now and I don't know how. So Yeah. But it, it took off pretty quick, didn't it? It it did uh, completely organically, completely on accident. It was really just for four dudes. We, we didn't, we just had four guys that wanted to do it. Um, and it was, it was cause we got lost in the abyss of, of the internet, couldn't find classes. So four guys kind of got together and did it. And then uh, about a week later, there was a hundred people I'm like, Oh wow. Do we know 100 people? Yeah, we probably know all those guys. <laughs> and now it's like, and what's cool now is is when we go to approve people in the group, you'll see this thing where like, you'll see 15 people from Massachusetts, and they've all like they somebody there saw the saw something in there and wanted it, liked it, and then next thing you know, hey, look, spread it out. So, and we'll see. There's some questions they have to answer. Um, my chief recommended it. I'm a training officer. These kind of things. So it's pretty cool right. to see. Um, and then that's that's the group, and there's the page where um, the rants are written uh, and some stuff up, and we're actually doing classes. Um, and that's got <laughs> about ten thousand people following it now. So same deal. Wow. We don't we didn't mean that on purpose. So what do you th- what do you think it was that that drew all these firefighters so quickly to to this particular page and to this particular group? I think there's a there's a big group, and it's that was outside training um, or at conferences. And very similar to the fools uh, where, hey, um, I'm by myself. Wait a minute. This. Oh, I, I agree with that. Oh, OK. Wait a minute. There's other people like me. Um, and it, I think it spread that way. It's amazing the one of the posts that we did was about don't be an asshole. And that got like a million likes and, a, and <laughs> hundreds of shares. We're like what? And it was it was just a thought a guy had. And, and we happened to document it. And there it goes. So. So have you had any trouble with people from your department looking at it and thinking you were talking about them? No, no, we, no, we've been really good. Um, there's, there's four guys that have the ability to write in it. Um, and they, uh, they all work in different places. So nobody works in the same one. Um, you, and you rarely, we, we try to make it to where you don't know it's us, um, in that thing, one for anonymity for each guy. And two, because, Nothing in there is directed at one particular person. Um, it's, anybody that travels will tell you that every fire department has the same three or four dudes in it. Mm-hmm. They have the same three, three or four shifts, the same problems, just on different levels. Um, and you can get that together and go, oh, well, that's the same thing. So you'll see that in the post. We we don't get in there and, and talk about, hey, uh, smoothbore nozzles versus fog nozzles. No, that's not. That's, that's arguments to have one-on-one with people. And a lot of things you start to learn or, or just, just based on what your department runs. You may, you may mask up 
on the truck. That's what you do. This is why you do it. And you're not going to change it. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Let's not worry about that. then. Um, So we try to keep it to where, hey, look, this is just mental thoughts of, hey, you're you're feeling crappy today. How do you feel better? Uh, How do you how do you get through the guys that are complaining? How do you do those things? And most of the stuff is organically written um, in pretty close time to when it's posted. So we try not to we're trying not to write, you know, war and peace with these things. We just want to have a good thought that people agree with. So that's part one with Devin. Check back next Monday for part two. Our podcast today was sponsored by Fire Facilities. This Made in America company is dedicated to constructing top quality custom training structures to meet your needs. Make your training count with all steel structures that are made to last. Visit firefacilities.com for more details.